This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. How would you like to be a fly on the wall at Al Michaels' house tonight? I'm sure he already is bemoaning the fact that he has the Bears and Commanders on Thursday night. After the Bears poop the bed again. Sorry if I pop my peas. That's better than going forward on fourth and one out of shotgun. Thanks for your time. It's Danny Mac with a special post-game edition of the Danny Mac podcast on Bet Rivers Network. And man, there are so many ways this is going to be fun to cut up if you're one of those who enjoys fun bad, because that's where The Bears have gone, and I don't think there's any debating it after they blow a 28-point lead, 21-point lead. They're leading in the ballgame 28-7 late in the third quarter before the Broncos got their second touchdown. And it just felt to me at the time like game six of the 0-3 National League Championship Series. Uh, Bartman, Alex Gonzalez, the Cubs shortstop, I just I had a feeling they were going to blow it. And it squanders such a wonderful game from the quarterback. Justin Fields doesn't close. He was so good, 16 of 16 to get it started. That's a Bears record. His only incompletion of the first half is on the Hail Mary at the end. And three touchdowns in the first half. He's over 300 on the day. He's got a 130-something rating, but he doesn't protect the ball, and he gets it taken away from him on the scoopo, the scoop and score. Cooper dancing in the south end zone, and that cuts it to one. And, God, you know, let me go back to how the Bears went into the locker room at 21-7. With two minutes left in the first half, they had a little bit less than than two minutes, and they have their timeouts as well. They were in no hurry. They were using clock. They huddled. It was pointed out by the great Andrew Catalan on CBS. Catalan, Catalan. Um, If he knows it, and I know it sitting at home, why don't the Bears coaches know it? Why doesn't the quarterback know it at this point? Yeah, 21-7 is a nice halftime lead, but you got the goddamn ball near midfield. Get more. Get more. They're not stopping you. Which is why Matt Eberflus said after the game he wanted to run the ball out of shotgun on fourth and one, not specifically shotgun. Why did you go for it? Because we'd been running the ball effectively. That cannot be disputed. The Bears did have a nice day on the ground. Khalil Herbert with 103 yards rushing the Bears. The Bears ran for 171 yards in their 31-28 to loss to the Broncos. Still looking for that first win since last October 22nd. 14 straight losses for the Bears, a franchise worst. Um... 10, was it nine or 10 straight losses at home? Also a franchise record. 
It's uh, it's Kevin Warren time. I want to remind you, get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. You can win up to ten thousand dollars in bonus money. Bet ten bucks in same game parlays with the squares icon to earn a square. I will do that when I take the Commanders this coming Thursday night. There were some good things that happened for the Bears today. The result is the same old song and dance, but there were some good things they did. I still don't want the head coach to say that. I still, And that's Eberflus when he finally got to the lectern, which is resting on the podium. Most don't know that. Uh, I was at the Ball State University the day they taught the English language. He talked about building blocks, and he talked for three and a half minutes before he opened it up for questions. He was chipper. He it's It's like he doesn't want his junior varsity, his roster full of freshmen and sophomores, to know he's down over this. And building blocks, a lot of good things going forward. Look, you're going forward and going much more forward before you get popped. And what I said, when, when, I, when I said it's Kevin Warren time, that's right. It's, it's time for the Bears president to find out how much muscle he really has. Matt Eberflus is not the right guy. If you heard the podcast, I think it was last Monday's postmortem after the loss to the, the Chiefs, I said, if there's one of the two, I'm more likely to implicate it's the head coach. However, the head coach is fired, hired by the general manager. That's Ryan Pohl's first big assignment. Who's your head coach? That's Matt Eberflus. Ooh. And for his first-year head coach, the former skipper of the Colts defense, he has all this money in free agency, and he spends it. and. Man, for a guy whose reputation was take the ball away, what in the... They don't give the Broncos to cough it up today. A Denver team that was very reckless on both sides of the ball against Miami. Denver, to their credit, did not lie down and quit. I haven't said a nice word, really, about Russell Wilson or the Broncos today, and I should because they played four quarters. It is a 60-minute game. In those 60 minutes today, the Bears had the ball for, what, 34 of them? They had a significant time of possession advantage. Um, I, I, I don't understand so many things that the Bears are doing defensively in, in not getting turnovers, which is the name of the game, and how Eberflus's Colts managed to lead the league in turnover differential just two seasons ago. To have this problem in each of his next two years, is his first year last year, the 3-14 and 14 year, and this zip four start, they're not taking the ball away. And they had one sack today. Uh, Dominique Robinson and Zach Pickens, the rookie, collaborating on the one sack of Russell Wilson. They chased him around a lot. He can still move. He can still extend plays. As Sean Payton salvages his month, um, or today's the 1st of October, first month of the season, you know what I mean, um, after giving up 70 against the Dolphins. They start like they're going to do that again. The Bears should have had more in the first half. Maybe it's only a Cairo Santos field goal. But get 
the damn ball snapped. Get up to the line of scrimmage. You're near midfield. At least get three out of that. You had your timeouts. Going to the locker room with your timeouts does nothing. Those those timeouts in your pocket get you a handful of Frankie. That's an old Terry Boers expression. It's it's just inconscionable to me. You would forego the opportunity to add to your lead when you have that suspect of a defense, a defense that that doesn't tackle particularly well. The Bears had a lot of run after the catch today. The Broncos, I heard this morning, early Sunday morning, are one of the worst teams in the league in missed tackles each of these last two seasons, or last season and this season. And like the Bears, general manager Ryan Poles, their GM, George Payton, a former Bears employee, is no relation to Sean Payton, Peyton Manning, or Walter Payton, uh, or any Payton places uh, that I'm aware of. He's under the gun. This is year three for George Payton in Denver, and his quarterback is guaranteed a lot of money. His quarterback, Russell Wilson, has played better this year. I sold my Willie stock middle of last season when he was still a Seahawk. I wanted nothing to do with number three anymore. And I think that's a contract the Broncos will wind up regretting. If you want to say the jury's still out, okay. (laughs) If you could undo it right now, you would. And that's a, a big George Payton move. And then he hires. Sean uh, Payton, and it's it's been awful, and he's been a pud. Uh, Mark Schlereth the other day was was terrific on the podcast talking about the arrogance of Sean Payton. Uh, you know, would I like to see some of that in Matt Eberflus? Yeah, I would. I'd like to see a guy who who looks like he's in control of a room and doesn't sell me. Uh, the idea that it's 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 just raining when he's peeing on me. It's not rain. Um, he wants you to believe that. He he wants you to believe that they found things to build on, and maybe they did. But defensively, defensively is where you know I can live with Justin Fields making you know turning it over twice. Of course, the time of them was just freaking awful. Late in the game, the Cooper touchdown on the fumble return, and then the interception at the end on a play. And Cole Komet said right after the game, he and and Fields miscommunicated on that, which is, uh, God, intercepted. Ball goes the other way. But you got to get takeaways. The Bears had none. They had two. Their first four games. They came against Blaine freaking Gabbert last week in Kansas City. Those are the Bears' two takeaways on the season. Absolutely unconscionable. Nick Benito, your table is ready. The Broncos' rush man had two and a half sacks in this game today. DJ Moore had a nice day. You want to call it a building block? Okay. Eight catches for 131 yards. Cole Komet, seven catches for, uh, he had quite a few yards too and a couple of touchdowns. The Bears were good in uh, on third down today as well. They batted 500. They were six out of 12. Of course, the Broncos also were successful on third down. Teams are hitting about 560 against the Bears on third down this year. That's just brutal. And of course, the Bears on fourth down, One for three. 
on the day and how they might have liked to have that timeout they were missing on their last possession before the Kareem Jackson interception of Fields. They, you know, I, I the Broncos had some disciplinary problems. That I understand why you'd try to get them to jump off sides on fourth and almost a yard. Eberflus kept insisting it was a half a yard. It was close to a yard. Ball was near the 18-yard line. It's a 35, 36-yard field goal for Cairo Santos, who's been pretty good in his Bears career. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I've been a Darnell Wright fan up to this point, but, man, the kid's got to play better. The first-round pick out of Tennessee was the guy responsible for the tackler on Khalil Herbert's fourth and a half a yard. Matt Eberflus, he was lazy getting out. He he didn't get off the ball. He was upright. You can't block somebody erect and you get your shoulders turned, you're done. It's a nice play by the Denver defender. (laughs) He also had a couple of, of penalties in the game. He had a hold and he had a false start. The Bears had 10 penalties on the day. The absence of takeaways. The absence of sacks on a defensive-minded football team. The third down conversion against. Are you kidding me? In these last 14 losses, the Bears' opponents have scored at least 25 points in every one of them. They're averaging 33 or something in that stretch, and the Broncos almost got there today. And I apologize for those of you who took Maurice Mims. He did have, and that's another thing about the defense, right after the failed fourth and Matt Eberflus's half a yard, the very next play, the first play when Denver takes possession, (laughs) Wilson finds Mims for a 47-yard gain. So when it needed to, the Bears' defense didn't come up. They didn't give up all of those 31 points. Fields gave up seven of them on the the, the, the fumble that was returned 35 yards by Jonathan Cooper. Eh. I'm not a Bears fan, though. And you, you you see why. You see why it's easy for me to not walk in the doors of that restaurant. They serve shitty food. It'll be interesting to see how they play this short week. Um, what Justin Fields will say when he addresses reporters next. I I'll check in on Eberflus and see what what bill of goods he's trying to sell me tomorrow morning when he makes his Monday morning visit on the flagship. And the free agents Ryan Poles acquired, have they made a difference? T.J. Edwards, have you even noticed T.J. Edwards or Tremaine Edmonds this year? They led the team in tackles today. Edwards had seven, no TFLs. Edmonds had six, one TFL. I said when they signed these guys, man, I mean, I'm glad they didn't pay Roquan Smith $100 million. He's not that kind of player, but these guys got a, between the two of them, they got 70% of that, they got paid, or $70 million, a big chunk of the salary cap, went to those two players. 
and they don't create turnovers. They don't get fuffles. You got a fuffles. Fumbles recovered, fumbles caused. It's they're not difference makers. The Bears secondary is not good. It's beaten up. They did an okay job on Jerry Judy today. Cortland Sutland, who had one of the touchdown catches, didn't have a huge day, and Mims only caught a couple of balls, but that 47-yarder was a backbreaker. And this Bears team is once again, even after the quarterback's career day, fields with a 132.7 rating, they still find themselves winless, hapless, and in some ways hopeless. If you're thinking that the kid from USC is going to come and save you next year, the quarterback, whose dad may not let him come to Chicago, (laughs) man, don't assume having the number one pick in the draft or the number two pick, and they're going to have one of those two. I have a feeling they may have them both. They're going to have at least one top three pick. Probably two in the top six, I think, is a real safe play. That should be something that we handicap at Bet Rivers. Don't assume a quarterback's going to be a fixer. Don't don't make that mistake. I'm going to give you a few names. Quarterbacks taken with the first 10 picks in the last 10 years. Yeah, you got a guy named Patrick Mahomes. You got a few good players who've been drafted there. Justin Herbert's among them. You also got a guy named Josh Rosen. Remember when Carson Wentz was a thing in this year NFL? How about Mac Jones? He's a top 10 pick. Daniel Jones. There have been some very high first-round picks. Players chosen in the first 10 picks. Kyler Murray is another one who haven't done it. And franchises are reeling because they thought, this is our guy. Well, guess what? He ain't. Baker Mayfield is another one. He's on his third or fourth team right now. The well-traveled Heisman Trophy winner out of Oklahoma. Can't quite find a home. God, Fields was 20, 28 out of 35, 335 yards, four touchdowns. But that one pick to Jackson at the end and the fumble that's returned for a touchdown, it undoes all of it. Now, you've seen what he can do when he's on and he's humming it, and he was really good. You know, and say what you want. It was only the Broncos. They're terrible. Yeah, they are, but you still got to make the throws, and he made the throws, and guys caught the ball, and DJ Moore was getting in a rhythm, and Komet was good, and I know a lot of Bears fans celebrated the benching of Chase Claypool today. That's fine, but, you know, if, if you loved the little Valus Jones first down conversion, in the third quarter, you thought it was worth it to have him rostered instead. Okay. Uh, communicating a message because he was lippy on Thursday at practice or Friday whenever he made those comments about the coaches maybe not putting him in his best position to succeed. I, I don't know if it's that or if he just doesn't play well. But no one wants to hear about your compilation of great blocks against Tampa when you crap the bed as badly as you did opening day against the Packers. Smarten up. You've been in this league three, four years now, Chase. Smarten up. 
So I'll be back Thursday night after the Bears play my friend Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders. And uh, I'm going to have to take the Commanders in this one. I am going oppo the Bears. I will fade the Bears on my Bet Rivers app for the duration of this football season. I promise you that's going to be the case. And I'm happy to have checked in on the over. That was one of my best plays this week. I may not be doing great among the Bet Rivers panelists. I gave Denver at three and a half the other day. Uh, man, Chase and Schlereth, Chase and Brandon Stokely. Uh, the, the Pope has got more picks, I think, after today, correct, than I do. But uh, nice to have some occasional winners. Count on teams to score against the Bears. Play their overs. Of course, Fields doesn't always throw for four touchdowns. Sometimes that's a month's worth of work. I want to thank Adam Delavid, who is the baby Capone at Bet Rivers Podcast Network, for giving me these chances. And it's nice to freshen it up this week and get the product out there more quickly. Uh, immediate reaction to Bears games. Uh, Sam Michael is our executive producer. I also want to thank Randy Merkin for everything he does. He's a he is a Booker par excellence. He has got a Rolodex. For those of you who are under the age of thirty, that means his contacts are substantial. And uh, also thanks to Alex Pastor for his help with social media and uh, and everybody who makes it happen. Thank you so very much for listening. Don't forget, if you're not watching this on YouTube and you're listening to it, I'm glad you're listening to it at least. And I know I ain't much to look at, but you can watch the show on YouTube if you so desire. Thanks for listening. I'm Dan McNeil.